welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, A.O. and Antino. Season 6, be there or be square. And if you're already square, then you have nothing to lose. Exactly. And that's how everyone should live. I'm not going to tell anyone how to live their life, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you should. I almost caught myself there. <laughs> you should follow uh, the don't be square rule. No, I think everyone should live just like you. So how are you doing today? Uh, how I, long did this take for us to set up? It took us a minute to set this up. But you know what? I'm Like I told you before, the setup is done. So I did say that's half the battle. That's half the battle. So Actually, next it's time, like three-fourths of the battle. But Yeah. I'm always looking for ways to simplify, so we'll figure it out. We're, we're still figuring this out. This episode is brought to you by Aaron's Wallet. He <laughs> purchased these beautiful lights for us. I did, yes. And... Uh, we were afraid that we were going to get ripped off by some random company on Amazon. But thankfully, here we are, well lit. Um, actually, I should have already queued this up. Nope, that's not it. That's, oh, I have to switch these things. Sorry. Yeah, different sound. Technical to go. There we go. There we go. We got our applause now. Man. So we have transitioned (laughs) over to YouTube mostly. I found that a lot of people are viewing the video as opposed to listening to it on Anchor as we had. Well, we're still uploading audio. We are still doing that. And Spotify has uh, changed a couple things on their platform. So I was going to get your ideas. Did you see the audio books that they have on there? I did. They actually sent me an email too. Were you excited about that? Uh, I was at first. You were at first. Then what happened? Well, I realized that you still have to buy the audio $25. Yeah. You still got to buy the audiobook. So not as excited. If they came with your subscription, then that would have been awesome. Like but give I me use... a one audiobook free a month with the subscription. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Audible does that. Like, I don't know if you use Audible. That's That's Amazon's. No. Okay. Well. Audible does, if you sign up for Kindle Unlimited, you will get free audiobooks every month. How much is that uh, subscription? I, I forgot. I have to look it up. Time to go to the internet, which is where we already are. And I, uh, I can't open see. this. No, it's all good. This episode has been brought to you by Audible. Have you been wanting to listen to a book and don't want to pay $25 on Spotify? Kindle Unlimited is five ninety nine to get unlimited books, audiobooks. Yeah, but it's there. Certain books are in the program, so it's not every single book that's available on Kindle. But they have certain books that are available that you'll get. Like most of your your recent your recent books, your newer ones, and there's a whole bunch of them. There's like thousands of books. Um, yeah, it looks like it's five ninety nine a. When you say recent, what do you mean? You like current authors? Yes, current books, um, um, magazines. You can select up to three magazines that you want to subscribe to, like Men's Health, HGTV. Whatever. So then, who do you think this is for? Then, like, what what are we trying to do? Are they just? I think the rule of thumb when you're starting a business is make it the easiest for people to pay you possible. Well, and and they are what they're trying to do is. Um, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's five ninety nine. I, I was trying to double check the price, but you can use your code AO doesn't know. Uh, yeah, at audible dot com. Oh no, I'm sorry. I take that back. It's all not, caps. It's nine ninety nine per month. Mm, same thing as Spotify, a little bit less. Yeah, and you have access to most books published via the Kindle app or via 
available in the Kindle app. But that's a whole other subscription, and it is another subscription. Yes, you don't get music with it, do you? Uh, no. But if you have Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Music, right? So, oh, then there you go. What are they doing? Are they, they going to start? Uh, you know, renting movies. I'll have to look at. I'll have to look at all the. How far is this going to go? I'll have to look at all the benefits of it. But this. The the thing with Kindle Unlimited is it's almost like Spotify. You can listen, you can read all the books you want as long as you pay that monthly fee mm. instead of buying the books individually. Yeah. And so Spotify is the same thing. So the benefit, what Spotify is trying to do is they're trying to let you, they want to keep you inside the app. So they so you're, you're going to listen to music, you're going to listen to podcasts, and now audio books all within Spotify. They don't want you to leave. Yeah, so it's a smart move. It's the, like going and paying for, 50 bucks to go into a building and every door you open, they like nickel and dime you. Or let's say you well, pay $5 to go in. Well, mm-hmm. now what they're doing is giving you the option of buying the book in Spotify. Mm-hmm. So they're competing with, with um, Amazon directly. I would have to look at how much the author gets out of that. Cause I know there's some complaints about Spotify, right? Not paying artists enough. Exactly. Yeah. Authors don't even know their books, their audio books are on there. Well, they know how much they know. Well, so for artists on Spotify, they know what their streams are. So you get paid point something like a percentage of a cent per stream. Mm -hmm. So they can figure out the math based on that. So are you an audiobooks fan? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, is it like with all the sound effects and everything? Some of them. Yeah. I've listened to some audiobooks that, that they're like, they tell a whole story. You hear the sound effects. Like, there's this one I read, I forgot the name of it, or listened to. But anyway, you hear, like, it, some of it takes place in the office. So you hear all the office sounds, the keyboards clicking, the people moving back and forth. You know, just regular office You're sound. listening to the office audiobook? No, no. I forgot the name of it. I can look it up. Michael. Um, but it was very entertaining. It Jim had, stares it had, directly uh, into the camera. It had Pete Davidson in it. He's one of the characters. He's voicing one of the characters. I hate his voice. Yeah. Um, oh, and like there's yeah. And like, like there's a robot that works in the office too. So every time you hear the robot, like you can hear him coming because he, he's like. Oh. It's really cool. Like all the effects. So some of the audio books are like that. They're like yeah. inter- completely. I don't know if you call that interactive, but it's. I don't know. I don't know. You can you choose your own adventure in this audio book. No, it's a, it's a story, but it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. I'll find the name of it for you. It was really good. It was a mystery. Whoa. So. It was a mystery. It was a mystery. How did it end? I forgot. <laughs> it's been a while since I listened to it. Speaking of mysteries, I know I ruined the uh, Elvis film for you, and I've been beating myself up ever since. <sighs> yes, um, did. But I, I just can't help myself. They're making a Whitney Houston film. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen anything about it, but I... I think she doesn't make it. You got to keep the money rolling in somehow. So Why? I don't know. People are greedy, I guess. I would just leave it alone. I would just leave it alone. Just like they tried to, to take artists and use holograms yeah. to let them perform. I'm like, just leave it alone. Just leave it. Speaking of things we should just leave alone, um, I wanted to transport us Ooh. to the 80s. Okay. <laughs> This is the 80s? Uh, let me see. <laughs> 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 the 
There's two uh, things I want to talk about. What, what would you rather do? Would you rather be the 80s? <laughs> would you like to be immersed in uh, commercialism, or would you like to reminisce about uh, the past? Immerse, uh, reminisce, immerse. immersed. Dang it. Okay, I want, I'm want. i going to need you to close your eyes. Well, keep your eyes open because you got to play this link. Um, I sent, I texted it to you because we couldn't figure out how to do this. I want you to click on the first link that I sent you. Okay. Now, this is the audio, audio-ness stuff. Okay. You can't get this on Audible. One thing I wonder, though, is... Well, we'll figure that. We'll figure that out later. There's a lot of figuring out There's going on here. There's a lot of stuff to figure out. Okay, so anyway, like why Aaron has a hat on. So, <laughs> what's wrong with the hat? Nothing. Um, takes away the shininess from my bald head. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm just gonna like get it. I'm gonna make get next time I get my haircut, I'll make a toupee for you. Okay, <laughs> save it. Yes, that would be awesome. Could you imagine me with Mexican hair? <laughs> that would be great. Yes, please save it for me. Um, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, so I got it. So late night vaporware. Vaporwave. <laughs> or vaporwave. Wait, close your eyes. What does this make you think of? It's like music that you would put on in the 80s if you were trying to impress somebody. <laughs> and you had them over for dinner. <laughs> it feels like, uh, phone, like when you're on hold or something. Oh, yeah. So there's this <laughs> mix ninety two point three <laughs> with your hosts and Tino. <laughs> so the the thing's called vaporwave. This is the genre of music. So you can just skip through this. Like just keep going and see what you run into. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> also, sounds like something that you would have. Oh my playing. gosh! Leave it to you. Well, I'm just I'm just being honest. This is something they would play on the smooth jazz. Yeah, so click on the next one. This one is sounds from a department store. Oh, the next video you mean? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sounds from a department store. Okay. Oh, you want to see this too, right? No. Oh, okay. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe you could just put it on there. This is like elevator music. Yeah, but like to the max. Yeah. Like, you find yourself listening to elevator music without wanting to. It's just there. It happens upon you. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, this is elevator music. And actually, when was the last time you heard elevator music? Honestly. Um, I was in an elevator today, and there was no music. Where were you at? Uh, at the courthouse <laughs> well, for yeah, no reason they, in particular of course not then um, <laughs> they finally caught you <laughs> they finally caught me I'm on bail Aaron paid my bail um, yeah I don't know I don't know I, I can't remember the last time I heard Ooh, I'm oh. sorry <laughs> my apologies I'm, I'm, hitting, I'm on a boat in the I'm, 80s I'm hitting your camera um, yeah I don't know that's strange you can just skip through it I don't know it's uh, a <laughs> 
I just don't like it. It is very 80s. I just can't stand it. But if you wanted to transport yourself to the 80s, I mean, this is pretty much all that happened. Yeah. It's terrible. Let's uh, the, delete the disco. Yeah, that's pretty bad. The pictures are kind of hilarious, though. This is like, this reminds me of the prices, right? When they're listing off all the prices, the prizes. The prizes? You yeah. can win, eh? Hey, yeah. 1987? What kind of car? Bonneville. <laughs> you can get a Volkswagen. Yeah, exactly. This, it, that's what this reminds me of. And then curtain number two, you can get an air fryer. Oh, wait, those haven't been invented <laughs> yet. <laughs> Woo! Exactly. But there's this thing, like if you want to feel something, you want to feel angry, you listen to angry music. You want to feel happy, you feel you, you listen to happy music. You want to feel like you're in a department store, you listen to department store music. Oh, this is terrible. Or a hardware store. No, this is a department store. I mean, they used to play this like in Macy's and stuff. I haven't heard this kind of music in a Macy's for a while now. And that was in the 90s, early 2000s. I guess. I don't remember. I don't remember hearing this in the stores. They used to play... Uh, they used to the, play the radio. What's the guy that would... Um... <sighs> this is all terrible. Now, the Jackson 5. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it all. I'm stopping this. Okay. This torture. Well, if you ever wanted to listen to department store music, there is a genre out there just for you. So now that we've immersed ourselves in the 80s and commercialism and all that fun stuff, you've seen Back to the Future, right? It's a classic mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part... There's a scene where he gets transported back to the 50s mm-hmm. and he's walking through the town. They're playing like Mr. Sandman or whatever. And he's looking in, in awe and flabbergasted at the scenes that are playing before him. The old cars, the milkshake bar, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. Now, if you were transported into the 80s, because that was the 50s were 30 years. It, was, it actually wasn't that long of a distance of time. It was only 30 years. That's true. So from the age of the 50s is 30 years. Now, from now until the 80s is 30 years. Yeah. If you took a DeLorean or what would you do, a Tesla, right. and uh, shot back into 1980 and you found yourself, uh, would it look as different as the 50s did to the 80s, do you think? Would the change be as big? Probably not. I think the jump, I think technology advanced. I mean, you were there, so you can tell me. I was not alive in the 50s. <laughs> no, no, in the 80s. Yeah, but you got to remember, I was born in the middle of the 80s, and my memory doesn't kick in until the end. <laughs> so I don't remember. Uh, the earliest I can remember is bits and pieces of 87, and even then I only remember the toys and stuff that were popular back then. So, Yeah. I do remember my dad taking us to Toys R Us, which is where everybody went. Sorry if I keep kicking you. <laughs> but I remember going to Toys R Us, um, and my dad bought a Nintendo, the original NES for us. So I remember that. Okay. That must have been 88, I think. Mm-hmm. Because by the time I graduated from kindergarten, which was in 89, I already knew how to beat Super Mario 
the first one. So what you're telling me is you'd go back and just destroy that video game, and people would be in awe and shock. I would buy several NES <laughs> and just save and them. Just keep them. You wouldn't change anything. Because you wouldn't help anybody. You would just stockpile memorabilia, right? And come to this point in time and sell it. And just sell it all. I would have sold it last year because the NES went for a bunch of money recently. I forgot. Wow. It was during the pandemic. I think it was or right before. We need to hit up those resellers and make sure they're not a. Do it. I would have bought Ataris. I would have bought everything and every system since then. I would have kept them. <laughs> in, in pristine condition i'm kicking myself now i had no idea you probably lose it in a flood or something uh there was no flood i didn't live through any floods you sure <laughs> i'm positive <laughs> i didn't live in any floods and since i know where the floods will and when they will happen then you'd stay clear far away from it clearly yeah exactly so i think someone would find you and then rob you yeah yeah you <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, there you go. That is uh, thinking about 30 years ago. Well, oh, no. What? I'm terrible at math. What do you mean? The 90s were 30 years ago. Oh, you're right. You're right. The 90s was oh, 30 years goodness. ago. Oh, my goodness. No, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, I completely forgot that, too. So 30 years ago would be 92. Yeah. Okay. So, do you think the 90s are a lot different than now? Yes. But the jump between the 90s and so I guess it would be the 60s. Uh-huh. I think the jump would be bigger between 60s and 90s versus 90s and today. Because of the technology. Yeah, today you go to Best Buy, you'll see the same things you saw back then. Only difference is everything looks a little bit more modern, but you're still going to see these big T you're still going to see TVs. You're still going to see computers. You're still going to see all that stuff. So. Whereas in the sixties, there were no computers. Um, I mean, there were, but they, they weren't, were they weren't mainstream. communicating like they are now yeah. or in the nineties either. They were communicating in the nineties. Had that whole internet thing started. Uh, internet started early 90s. Okay. Or let me say commercialized uh, version. For, available for the public. For I the think that man. was in the 90s. Yeah. That's when it started to catch on with the public in the 90s. So, um, yeah. We did have a computer in 92, but um, yeah, no internet. Hmm. Yeah. That's strange. The 90s are 30 years away. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, stinky, th- 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 talking about, uh, you know, computer overlords. Mm-hmm. You'd, would you like to watch the talking piano video? Yes. Now, this is a talking piano. What do you no. think it's going to look like? No, am I looking at it here? Oh, no, we're going to look at it there. Oh, okay. Wait, did you just send it to me? Uh, it's in your text messages. Oh, okay. Oh, speaking piano here? Oh, yeah, speaking piano. Sorry. Okay. Pardon. All right. Well, let's just go back. It played for one second. I think it's in German, so don't expect to understand it. Okay. Alles klar? Wohl kaum, das lässt sich aber ganz einfach ändern. Ja, 
That is pretty Schon cool. erstaunlich, wie genau plötzlich die Worte der Deklaration für einen internationalen Gerichtshof gegen Umweltverbrechen werden. Or actually, I can skip through and post as well. But do I have to skip to a certain spot? No, that was just pretty much it. It's just the guy is talking about it. Dude, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's taking all those notes. There's a, there's this. Why did I think of that? That you can do that. It's all like uh, pressure gauges or something. Mm -hmm. You know that one guy that you showed me who made that box that he put on his porch where people would mm -hmm. stole it? Mm -hmm. I, he has a video on that as well, a more modern version of the talking piano. Oh, okay. So the way that they have it is just like those uh, pressure sensors that kind of press on it a certain way to get just the right tone mixed mm -hmm. with all the strings together. Yeah, that's clever. It sounds really creepy, though. It does, but very clever. It makes sense that you can do that on the piano, in other words. Well, I don't know if any human can do it, but... No, you can't, because it's hitting it exactly... Every single key? Yeah, so when you... Not every single key, but when you hit the piano, there's a little bit of a sustain on it. Mm -hmm. And so you would need to stop it at the right amount of time for the inflection. So a person couldn't do it? I don't know. I don't think so, because you'd have to... You, I think the pressure, it hits it and then presses down. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you hit a guitar string, or a piano string, for that matter, mm -hmm. it goes, dun. but with a guitar, if you go, don't, you can pick up your finger, and, and that note ends. Okay. So, if you're getting a lot of those just one-hit notes and mixing them all together, then I think that's how it would make sense. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Talking pianos. Take over the world. Telling a mother her baby is too fat. You okay. want to explain this one? Yes, I'll explain. I'll explain. Okay, so <clears throat> I had bought a gift for a friend who just recently had a baby. Um, and Oh, congratulations. <laughs> so I bought the gift a few months ago, like back in April. Mm -hmm. I misplaced it, and then I went, on, then I went out of town. When I came back, you know, the, the baby, baby had grown. The baby had, had grown, but the, the, I had bought a little um, baby, some baby clothes, like a baby outfit. And the problem is, is that the, the tag said six months. So I said, and the baby was born like in May or June, maybe. Okay. May or June. And I got back in the beginning of September. Okay. When I found it. That's when I found it in the beginning of September. So I figured, okay, well, the baby's only a couple of months old. It can fit. Well, when I saw the baby, though, I looked at it, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to fit inside the clothes. So now I'm kind of afraid, and I still have the gift. I haven't given it to You're him. stuck with baby clothes that are too I, small for Well, I think it's too small because the baby is fat in a good way. You know, you know how babies are just chubby and, and big? No, I don't. Oh, babies are chubby and big. <laughs> In case you didn't know. And so, but I'm looking at the clothes and I'm like, I think it's too big. I think the baby's too big for it. And so. Um, so you're, you're planning on telling this mother that her child is. Well, the problem, well, uh, the problem is. Normally huge. The problem is age. I already opened my mouth when I was talking to her. I said, oh, I, I got a gift. <laughs> I have a, fat. I said, I have a gift. But then I looked at the baby as I was telling her that. And in my back of my head, it's. My brain is saying, ooh, that baby is way too fat for these clothes. This child has just entered the world, and, and so, you're already insulted it. Well, no, no, because babies, no, but a good Because babies are dumb. 
No, I mean. They are too dumb. No, I just mean babies. A healthy baby is plump. They okay. are. That's that's not. A, I don't mean that as an insult. Like it's too fat in a bad way, but in a good way. It's a good, plump, healthy baby. Now, here's the thought. Mm-hmm. You can ask her this: Is she planning on having more children? <laughs> because if so, then just give her the clothes for the next one. That's true. But <laughs> don't ask. Her. <laughs> it's a girl. What if she has a boy? Well, then that's her fault. So. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's my dilemma, and I'm I don't want to keep these baby clothes, but at the same time, I don't. <laughs> you, if you would like to purchase a child's clothing we'll off, off of Aaron, we'll put them on. A, we'll put them up for sale on the Two Crazy oh Schools Instagram. <laughs> no, I should just give them to her anyway, because maybe yeah, it's the thought that counts. Even though she won't be able to probably wear them, and I could be wrong. Maybe they will stretch. A lot. So I mean, that, if it says six months, they, it says six months. They so they probably know what they're doing. July, August, September, October, November. We're almost there. <laughs> One more month, according to the size. So, yeah, I just never buy uh, gifts for any child that's already born. Well, I bought them before the baby was born. Then just give them to him then. But I lost it. I misplaced it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I bought it, and then I misplaced it, and then I found it again. But by the time I found it, I'm looking at that baby like, mm. Do you know any other people uh, expecting? I do. Then there you go. It's that, like the best kind of uh, re-gifting true. That's true. without actually giving the gift. You're right. This other couple, they the baby won't be born for like another seven months probably. There you go. Problem okay. solved. Problem solved. I'm glad you brought it here to the podcast. <laughs> Telling a mother her baby well, I didn't, is too fat. I didn't say, I didn't tell her, but I thought about it as I Have was talking to her. Have you ever thought about putting your four-month-old on a diet? <laughs> I heard it's good for them. I hope that baby can start running soon. Just <laughs> <laughs> get it some weights. Yeah, baby weights. <laughs> I'm gonna just do you a favor. Let's start lifting now. Let's teach her. Let's teach her how to do it. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sorry. If I ever have children, you're staying very far away. <laughs> hey, if you do, I have clothes. <laughs> oh, brother! I have, I have an outfit already. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man! Okay. Oh, yes, the social, are we doing social norms? Social norms from around the globe that may seem strange to Americans. I have a few. Like uh, greeting people in the streets. Uh, Maybe. Let's see. Cleaning up after yourself after dinner. Let's take a look. Um, Let's see. Okay. So this is one that I think a lot of people probably already know. Um, Sorry. Um... (laughs) Get to look here. <laughs> no, I, I think I I think I might have lifted my tablet up too high, or maybe I didn't. Anyway, you did. I didn't. No, I don't. Oh, I'm not paying attention here. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So leaving tipping in leaving a tip in Japan, South Korea, and and some other countries is offensive. It is because it's not a part of their culture, and so. It can be seen as an insult because basically it's saying like, oh, here's some extra money because you don't make enough as a waiter. That is true, though. Yeah. And I remember at one time I remember I did tip and 
the the I remember the waitress was saying, "No, you don't have to do that." And I was like, "No, I insist." In Japan? No, no, no. It wasn't Japan. It was uh, in in um, it was somewhere in Europe. I think it was Portugal. I think. Oh. Yeah, and I was saying, "No, take this," <laughs> and she was like, "No, you don't have to." So I didn't realize, but I didn't realize at the time that that wasn't a thing. So. But I don't think people understand that here, like for delivery. I, this is I don't I've never waited before, but I have delivered pizza as of you. And they don't pay you minimum wage. They pay you a couple dollars less than minimum wage, hoping that the tips will make up for. Right. But in other countries, I think you, I, I'm assuming they get paid a regular yeah, salary. But I'm just saying it's kind of built into the restaurant system. Here, yes. There, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's rude if you don't leave a tip here. But there, if you leave one, it can be considered rude. Yeah, but it is kind of dumb, though. I agree. Where to sit in a cab in Australia, New Zealand, or elsewhere? Now, here, if you get in a cab or take an Uber, where do you generally sit? I usually ask the driver to get out. I just sit in the front seat, and I drive the car myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, do you ask nicely or? No, this is, I don't even use the app. I just walk. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk up to somebody who's parked and tell them to get out of their car. I'm like, I'm commandeering this vehicle. <laughs> Somebody's been playing too much Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well, look. Um, well, he, well, I, well, for me, when I usually get into an Uber or a cab, I get in the back. You sit in the back, not behind the driver, but on the other side so they can that, see you. And you can see them. And you can see them. Right. I don't trust the drivers. No. Well, um, in Australia, New Zealand, and some other places, this is considered rude. Sitting in the back is considered rude. They want you to sit in the front and have a good old conversation. I guess. About wallabies. It says only when you have a loaded car would you, um, let me see. Oh, riding shotgun in these parts of the world is normal. So, yeah. Yeah, if people get in the front seat in an Uber, it's kind of weird. You're like, uh, can I help you? Right, exactly. We tend to like our space, I guess, more. Um, here's another one. Now, this is something I'm guilty of, but it's only because the people where I was at did it too. Referring to the USA as America. Okay. That can be considered offensive. Um, if you're in a country like Brazil or Columbia, Colombia, it says you likely will earn yourself the stink eye because calling the US America implies that that's the only part of the world that can be properly given that. <laughs> that title. Oh. So doing so in South America won't do you any, any favors. So I didn't mean to, but I did keep saying I was from Estados Unidos when I went to Portugal. Estados Brazil. Unidos is fine because it's the United, United States. States. But if you say I'm American. They say, where are you from? And I just say, I said, yeah, I would just say Estados Unidos. United States. Unidos, Estados. I started, I was Estados switching that Unidos. thing up all over. Yeah, you know, you're right. Estados Unidos. But. I when I I remember when I was there, they kept saying referring to me as American, and so I just assumed that to them American meant from the U.S. But technically, they're American too, and I thought that was kind of funny that they kept referring to me as the American. Hmm. But that's what this is saying. Um, now Take this, all of this uh, information and, and apply it strictly whenever you go out of the country. Exactly. Just FYI. <clears throat> yes. Hey, that's. A, the internet says it. <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, and last but not least, adding condiments to your food in Spain, France, and some other countries, some parts of Europe, could be considered rude. 
For example, if there's no condiments on your table and you're at a restaurant, it's probably better not to ask your server for them. Seeking to alter your food can be seen as insulting, mm. especially if you're having a home-cooked meal. So you're at someone's house in Spain. Yeah, that's funny because like it's quite the opposite in this area. Because well, from <laughs> well, are you sure? So you so I can go over to your house and, and you can serve me some food, and I'm like, oh, pass the salt, please. People, that's why you have salt on the table. They're like, oh, this isn't salted enough. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. But if you forget to put it on the table and they ask for the salt, wouldn't you be somewhat offended? No. I'd be like, yeah, because, I mean, personally, while I do try to be self-aware about this stuff, I do ask for, like, condiments, like barbecue sauce or ranch. Well, barbecue Ranch. S- ugh. Mayo well, chup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Okay. Well, some of that stuff should be like if you're having barbecue, I would expect sauce to be out. You know, but if it's not, wouldn't you be like, "Hey"? Usually, people offer it though. They're like, "You right. guys want a and one?" And I'm like, "That's disgusting. Why would you?" No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I <laughs> no. do the complete opposite. No, I think you you were accurate. A and one is gross, but I'm just saying. In from what I have observed in this area with Mexican culture, you can have a lot of like. Not condiments, but things that you can add to what you're already eating mm-hmm. that enhance what you're what you're enjoying already. Mm-hmm. So they'll give you, you know, like menudo, but then you can add some cilantro. I don't know if they do onions, but there's like lime. Yeah, that's other true. Other things but they, to enhance it. That's true, but they they do. I've. It seems like they always have that available. Yeah. Always, it's like it's kind of like that's. But that's the opposite, don't you think? Yeah, you don't serve menudo without having all the condiments. Ready. You don't serve anything like tacos. You can add, uh, um, but it's but it's different. Think it's, I think it's I think it's slightly different when you're offering the ingredients that make up the dish versus seasonings. Like if they offer you tacos, they're not going to offer you salt with it because they should be salted enough. I've never had a taco made here that didn't have enough salt. Just like, can I, can I have the salt and ketchup, please? Yeah, I would prefer to have high blood pressure, so more <laughs> salt, please. Can I have the mustard? This uh, carne asada taco is right. not doing it for me. Exactly. No. Uh, but anyway, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. So, yeah, those are some things that I found from – sorry, I keep hitting the camera. Uh, oh, it's fine. I'm just like <clears> – <throat> But yeah, those are just a couple of things I found that I thought were interesting. Well, Social cool. norms. Norms. Norm! Sorry, that's a reference to a TV show. It's from the 80s. It is from the 80s. Which is what, like 100 years away now? I can't even do math! <laughs> um, uh, I have this thing, tell people to say irregardless. Um... I really like upsetting people by just correcting them and saying, telling them to say irregardless. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, regardless. I'm like, oh, you mean irregardless. And they get so up in arms because they're like, why are you right? Everyone knows it's regardless. Irregardless isn't a word. And I go, yeah, I know. I just like messing with you. Oh, okay. Got you. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't add this into the notes apparently, but Tim Cook is the, president of apple now mm-hmm. and he recently went to europe did you see that read an article about it anyways they're doing all this did you see He's, the new uh no i just saw he spoke with the yeah he did go to europe recently he yeah. spoke with the pope i saw oh, i don't know on that but anyways <laughs> well i'm just saying so um he you saw the updates and everything how they're doing 
all this stuff with like Ventura, the OS, what they're going to do with the updates with the iPhone and mm-hmm. the, the iPads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he's an avid like uh, enjoyer of cheese? I did not know. Yeah, so when he went to Europe, I guess he went to Swiss Switzerland. Okay, good place to go for cheese. Yeah, so he ended up. Um, they're building solar panels over these dairy farms, mm-hmm. so that the cows are more. I don't know. They can power the farm while also helping the cows be sheltered from the elements. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to be doing is, I guess, he's going to be f- releasing um, the new. A computer with a with a also an added feature, so they released for twenty twenty three. I believe it's the iMac and cheese. <laughs> I'm mad at myself for even laughing. Or even smiling at that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Would you like to talk about um, topics that people wanted us to discuss? uh, Sure. What did they want us to discuss? We had actually pumpkin spice. We're going to start with this one because we didn't talk about the uh, Uh, last one this person suggested. I don't mind it because it's only around for a short time of the year. So it's fine with me. I like pumpkin spice. Uh, Since... Um, with soaps, deodorants, all that stuff. What is pumpkin spice? Is it just dried pumpkin carving or pumpkin skin and then sprinkle onto? Uh... I guess. Usually it involves cinnamon and cardamom and something like that. No one knows what pumpkin spice is and yet has entered your nostrils. I know buds. it when I smell it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin spice. I'm not like running out to Starbucks and getting that. Mm-hmm. But. Quick Trip does have like this little pump thing mm-hmm. that they have pumpkin spice during this time of year. Oh, yeah. For, you're talking about creamer. Yeah, for yeah. the coffee. And it's okay. Yeah, I like it. it. Like I said, and it's only around this time of year. That's the only time you really see it. It's so. something different. Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, now, how do you feel about people that are avid followers of pumpkin spice? Avid followers? Oh, yeah. Like they're just waiting for pumpkin spice to be released. I, I didn't even know those people existed. They do. And what are they? What are they called? Do we, is there a name for them? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't want to say anything at this point. I, I'll just get everyone in trouble. I, I kind of want you to say something. <laughs> no, say the first name that came to your head. Pumpkin spice oh, coming to a uh, store near you. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Uh, topic ideas. What's your go-to clothing brands and or store or for formal, athletic, and casual wear? Casual wear would be Old Navy, for sure. Everything that they have, all everything you want, T-shirts and jeans, basically for me, and hoodies, and it's cheap. Yeah, that's. I think I've worn jeans since I was 13, and I've never, ever left that on a formal setting. Unless I'm wearing khakis for whatever reason. Well you, well, well, you can wear jeans in a formal setting. Yeah. You can. Well, I mean. It just depends on how. Like formal. when you're going to court, you don't want to wear jeans. Well, you wore jeans to court. No, I didn't. Oh. Um, 
for athletic wear, like for shoes, I like. Um, I, I mean, I like Adidas. I like. Um, I used to like Converse, and it made a statement when I was younger. But mm-hmm. they're so uncomfortable now. Yeah, I like Converse. Um, I like Vans. They're flat shoes, but I, I have like little inserts that I put inside of them, so they're extra <laughs> Those comfortable. Like gel, gel inserts, yeah, for wow. my Vans. So yeah, that's. Uh, for formal, I don't really know because, like, for my suits and stuff, I don't. They're all types of brands, so I don't know if it's a specific brand. No, I just get whatever's on sale at JC <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. So whatever brand it is, um, I. But as far as the style is concerned, I like Express. I like their suits. I like to, but mainly I just look at the suits to kind of get an idea of what tie and what combination shirt combinations to steal from them, mm-hmm. and then I'll usually get a different get the suit somewhere else but i like to follow express to see the the styles yeah i mean i don't think i've ever followed brands just religiously i just if something looked good then i liked it well i don't follow it religiously no i'm just saying from this question i don't think i could answer it as being like oh i see oh i i enjoy purchasing this kind of t-shirt when well I'm, i'm talking specifically about formal stuff i don't really know but for casual old navy express Target's jeans are pretty good. Yeah, but they're also oh, don't sleep on um, don't sleep on um, also the Arizona brand, TJ Maxx and Marshalls because you can get nice name brands. So I have some Calvin Klein How shirts. How do you feel about Burlington Coat Factory? I've never been. I haven't been there since I've been living in Tucson. Wow! But when I would live back east, we, Burlington, I would go there to get nice coats and stuff. But here, I haven't had a reason to. So. I just realized I've kept this in the 80s for this whole episode. Would you like to switch back to the desert? That's fine. The desert is fine. The 80s is cool. It's fine. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Does that answer the question? I think it does. Uh, I think both me and you are not very uh, stylish. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I'm wearing a Mario Mario t-shirt. I have no idea what brand this is. And I bought this shirt because it fit me. And a Nintendo hat. You can't see it, but it's... It's a NES controller on the back of it. Or so he says. Wait, can you see it? Oh, yeah, I can see it. That that looks like a knockoff brand. It is. So that's what I'm saying. This is a terrible question. <laughs> this is the Amazon <laughs> My My uh, Nike <laughs> shoes have the uh, th- thing upside down. <laughs> the backwards, yeah, whatever that <laughs> thing is. Just don't do it. <laughs> best restaurant visited. Um, Best restaurant visited. That's another bad question for me because. Okay, I don't know. I don't remember the name of it, but I do remember where it was at. It what was happened? California. It was in Napa Valley. I was with a friend. His father. I was visiting a friend there. His father took us to this restaurant, and it was very expensive. It was so expensive that I did. I couldn't read the menu. Oh man! <laughs> it was stuff on the menu. I'm like, I don't know what this is. They don't put prices when it's that expensive. <clears throat> oh, there's though. no. There were no prices. And I and I was like, I, I'm looking at the menu like I don't know what this means. <clears throat> and then he ordered a, 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 some wine, and so they came around to each <laughs> to each person. Now we're at a table; it's probably like twelve between twelve and fifteen at this round table. And uh, he ordered wine, and he tr- and they started pouring it in everyone's glass. And he tasted. It. He's like, "Oh, this is terrible! Open, get another bottle." 
throw this away. And so they went and collected all of our, our wine glasses. And I was like, oh, I thought it was okay. Oh, man. <laughs> and then he had them pour us some other wine. He, yeah, it was very expensive. But I can't think of the name of the restaurant. It well, wasn't a chain. But it was, uh, it was a very expensive high-end. I guess it was Italian. I think it was an Italian restaurant, I think, if I remember right. But the food was good. Mm. But it was very expensive, so... Anyway, that was probably one of the best. And then I'm, and I'm, I know this may sound kind of very plain, but one of my favorite restaurants to go to in New York was Dallas Barbecue. Oh, Dallas BBQ. Yeah, there's just something about it. It's it's a combination of the atmosphere and those Texas sized margaritas. <laughs> amazing. Texas yeah. in New York. It, well, you after you drink one, you think you're in, you're Texas. in Texas. You're like, wow. And then, and then, last but not least, I have to say one more. It's a restaurant in Brooklyn called C, S E A, like Ocean Sea. Okay. It's a Thai restaurant. Very good, but the atmosphere, the vibe, is almost like a club. Okay. So it's like it's like strobe lights and music playing. There's a DJ, but there's I don't think I would trust eating food from a place but, that but, has strobe lights. But what's funny is that it's a restaurant, though. No one's dancing in there. There's no one dancing. It's that a restaurant. It's disorienting. It's a restaurant. Oh, and there's another restaurant I just thought about too. <laughs> I'm getting scared. <laughs> it's in Miami. I forgot the name of it, but it's the one that's owned by Gloria Estefan. Who? You don't know who Gloria Estefan is? She was very popular in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a like neon themed restaurant? You don't know Gloria Estefan? I, I if I saw a picture, maybe I don't know. <sighs> Is my is this is this hooked up to Yeah. Let me just play a quick clip. Oh, of Ho- a song? A quick one. Hopefully we don't get uh, copyright. We will, but th- we're not big enough to actually lose money, so oh, you we know can what? do I'll... whatever we want. Okay, I'll play it on the The World is our oyster. You might recognize this song. I usually do. I recognize a lot of music. You know, I'm hip. I'm cool. All uh, right. I, I I like to hang out. Oh gosh, Gloria Estevan has tortured my brain ever since the nineties. Okay, yeah. Every party I go to, so she owns. It's worse than Elvis Crespo. Worst? I don't know if it's worse. (laughs) I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. I follow you, but I don't know. I'm a DJ. I I play that song. I don't know if that's worse though. But anyway, um, she owns a restaurant in Miami, and what's cool is that it's like a similar. It's like you have to do the conga in the restaurant? Well, not you don't have to, but they're playing music and stuff. It's Obviously, it's the Latin music they're playing. Is it required that you stand up and do the conga? Well, no, but after a while, a lot of the tables and uh, that are on the floor, they pack them all up at a certain time and move it, and it turns into a dance floor. Hmm. So, you know, you can have your food, and then you everyone's salsa dancing and whatever. It kind of, you know, it's like, you know, the Latin dances and stuff that they're doing. Wow. Latin theme, obviously. And that's what they do. And it's it's a really cool restaurant. So you can have your food, and in the center of the room, there's, like, the dance floor. But when you first go there early, there's tables and chairs so you can sit down and eat on the dance floor. Mm. And at a certain time, they start moving it. Again, I don't remember the name of it, but, you know. Yeah, you've lived a lot more of a life than I I'm have. I'm sorry. Um, when, but as I started naming restaurants, I started, oh, yeah, that one, and then that one, and then that one. Sorry. I apologize. Oh, no, it's fine. I am... <clears throat> I have enjoyed fine dining with you because of being in your presence. So Really? Yeah, the time I ate octopus. 
Oh, yeah. That was really good. It was surprisingly good. I'm glad I didn't order it, but it was good. But there was no strobe lights, no dancing. Um, nobody was <laughs> conga dancing, doing a conga line. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not the best person to ask about restaurants because in my mind, having fries and ketchup in a bowling alley is... The greatest thing since it's mixing bread. like you know what I'm really hungry with I don't want to pay ten dollars for this and yet that hunger somehow meets because you're just having fun mm-hmm. and they coerce you into paying ten dollars for fries. Understood. <laughs> no, but I think uh, the best uh, restaurant that I've been to, like I said, it was probably that one, mm-hmm. the Brazilian restaurant I went to in Florida. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't usually go adventure out and that kind of stuff because... When you went to New York, you have to have gone somewhere that you really I like. went to Dallas Barbecue in, uh, in like 2010, but it, it... I mean, I'd eaten barbecue a lot, so it didn't really stand out to me mm-hmm. because I'd been in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. And I... Well, I mean, granted, it's not going to be as good as actual Texas barbecue, of course. But, yeah. But Which, I mean, it's still... I mean, I've had people make pulled pork stuff that is really good. So not necessarily restaurants, but more so the people that have made it. Okay. And, you know, eating menudo I think is always good, but I've, like, I haven't really sat down at a restaurant and, like, eaten well, like the, that. Well, the homemade menudo is probably going to be better anyway. So. Well, it's not homemade. I mean, it's just, well, some of it is homemade. I don't know. I'm well, bad you've had it. homemade. Yes. That's but I didn't like it at the time because my palate didn't appreciate Oh, okay. The cow tongue that was served before. <laughs> I did not have that refined palate. I uh, got you. Well, now I'm assuming. You oh, yeah. I'm all for it. Okay. It is so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just no. had pho the other day. Excuse me? Yeah. It was really good. Interesting. You put like some sriracha in it with some other weird sauce. Mm-hmm. Kind of mix it up with the chopsticks and then you just eat it. And what is that? It's uh, Vietnamese Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. I thought you were cultured, Aaron. I thought it was called pho. I thought that's what it was called. The people I went with. Okay. That's okay. Uh, They're not Vietnamese, by the way. Okay. No, I just didn't know the correct pronunciation, but I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Pho. No, I thought that's what it's called. Don't (laughs) quote me on that. I could be wrong. I hope. You know what? Yeah, I hope you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I look, look like a real idiot. As usual. <laughs> so, topic ideas. Best movies and series on Netflix. There's a lot, but none of them are appropriate, so I'm going to I did pass. find one that was appropriate. <laughs> and it took me back to 2011, 12, I think. Are you talking about Dahmer? No. <laughs> there was a, this wasn't like the greatest documentary in the world, but it exposed me to a ukulele playing. In Hawaiian culture in a way that I had never viewed before. There's this guy who plays the ukulele, mm-hmm. and he can play, like, anything, any song. And he plays stadium, not stadiums, but, like, symphony halls. Mm-hmm. And it kind of talked about his whole journey in doing that. He's not risen to any sort of fame. He kind of just blew up at that time. They made a documentary about him. Mm-hmm. They released it on there, and I thought it was really cool. Okay. So it was interesting. I learned something. I, I always thought the ukulele was a lame instrument. You should look it up. I still think it's a weird instrument, but I like it. If you listen to this, 
Jake Shimabukuro. Just t- type in while my guitar while my guitar gently weeps. Jake Shimabukuro. I'm really bad at pronunciations. This oh <laughs> yeah, and you're really bad at spelling it. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. But he also has this uh, John Yamasato, I think, is the name of. Yeah, but it gets more intense from there, and it's all just ukulele. <laughs> it does get more intense. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, and I think he does uh, original. He does his own songs as well. He's playing it like it's like he's rocking out in. in uh, but he is room. rocking out in a <clears throat> symphony hall. <clears throat> wow, that's cool. That's something new. Yeah, and I had I would have never seen that if it hadn't been on Netflix, mm. which it's not on Netflix anymore. And I looked online to make sure it was, and it said it was at least in 2011, 2012. Now that I think about it, there was a show on Netflix I did used to like. It was called um, Prank Encounters. Wait, let me make sure that's the right name because there's two prank shows on there. You and pranks, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's called Prank Encounters. That's a pretty good one. It's it's um actually hosted by the same. By one of the kids who was in Stranger Things. So he's the host. But they set up these very elaborate pranks. They're very elaborate. And they, they have cameras everywhere. It's pretty interesting. So that's one of my favorite shows. I'm waiting for season three. They have two seasons out now. So you want a really well done prank show? That's it. And that's the only thing I can recommend. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Because uh, it those. gets kind of tricky when you start trying to recommend stuff sometimes. I'm like, eh, yeah. Yeah, especially when you forget because you just block something out, and then you go to watch it, and you're like, how many people did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good time. So, hey, if that documentary is terrible, it's not my fault. <laughs> right. It was 10 years ago, mm-hmm. or 30, I don't know. Topic ideas. Emotional intelligence. <laughs> oh, wait. Nope. I guess I got rid of all the other sound effects by accident. Don't, don't you, you can't see them? Uh, I can. Everyone in this room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, emotional intelligence. <laughs> exactly. So emotional intelligence. It's the ability to uh, intelligently... Emotionalize <laughs> to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. Um, yes, no, I'm not emotionally intelligent at all. <laughs> well, for instance, if uh, you're gonna watch like a jump scare mm-hmm. film, right? That's not real, you're not actually being attacked, right? But your body responds to it. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is once you feel the jump scare, then you try to figure out where exactly in your body is the tension. So if you're making a fist, well, the tension's in your hands. Mm-hmm. If you feel it in your chest, well, the tension's in your chest. Mm-hmm. 
So as you go across other situations in life, if you find yourself tensing, well, then you're just stressed. Interesting. So then you can be like, oh, maybe I should let my hands go. And that's uh, emotional intelligence. Sounds good to me. <laughs> annoying sounds versus ASMR. I I think both are annoying sounds. Yeah, I've I've never been a fan of ASMR. Podcasting. I've never been a fan. I understand. I I I can kind of kind of see like where some people depending on what the noise is i can kind of see how some people be like okay this is kind of relaxing maybe yeah but it's still weird to me i don't know but it's interesting that it is a thing in itself like but like nails on a chalkboard that's yeah. annoying so i can deal with asmr in comparison to like nails on a chalkboard or you ever had one of those backup batteries you know those um yeah, a backup battery. It looks like a surge protector, and the battery dies, and it just makes this beep sound. It's so annoying. Oh, like, like really like a high pitched. pitched. Yeah, that is very Oof. annoying. Yeah. What else is annoying? Sounds. Um. Uh, some people's voices. Some dogs. Oh yeah, especially the little ones. Ugh. I hate. I'm, wait, I shouldn't say I hate. I strong, We're going to go on record and say we hate little dogs. dogs. <laughs> Not all of them, but the little ones. The little ones, yeah. Their bark is so annoying to me. Because it's like... Never mind. I'm just going to stop. I don't want to I don't want to say... I just that. like watching people scream at their dogs. Like, you realize they don't understand it, and dogs will just respond to clicks if you train them enough. Well, they understand that you're angry. <laughs> I don't think they do. They know anger. They know the emotion. They may not know what they did. Yeah, they, they may not, not know, what, know what they did. They, and they're not going to understand what you're saying, but they'll understand that you are, they understand emotion. Oh, okay. Yeah. They I are, guess uh, dogs are emotionally intelligent. That's why they're man's best friend, apparently. I don't know which man. There's some man out there, and it's his best friend. <laughs> right. Um, okay. That's so those all. are those are all of our things from uh the audience. Thank you everybody for um reaching out and responding to our topics ideas because thanks to you this show can go on for another half hour. Exactly. Exactly. I'm really happy I got to work that iMac and cheese um Joke in there. I, I've really been stewing over that, you know. I just I saw the news article. He did go to Europe. I was like, "There's where do they make cheese? What European? I know there's good cheese." And then it hit me. It was like Switzerland, of course, Swiss cheese. And it all just came together. It was just like the colliding of two large forces of humor that I'm plagued by constantly. It was terrible. All right, and. Before we get to our our final topic, I have one small, short, little clip that I figure. Sorry, I keep kicking you. Uh, one short little clip that we can go to. This I thought this was interesting. So we may have talked about this topic before on the podcast, but it has to do with music. And I think one time we discussed the differences between inspiration 
and just and plagiarism and plagiarism. So there was a very popular song. Most people here who are listening probably know it. If you haven't, it's like how Coldplay ripped off Joe Satriani. That's a deep cut there. We'll we'll discuss that one on the next episode. So there was a popular song last year called Levitating by Dua Lipa. Okay. And now some people are suing her because they're saying that she ripped off their song. Okay. And this is a this is a underground, not underground, but they're kind of a indie. Yeah, yeah they're, indie. they're like an indie band. Yeah. And that's typically who you would rip off of because no one's ever heard of them. You know what I'm saying? That's who you steal from the little people. So I kind of don't. <laughs> so I kind of don't blame her for doing it. Okay. That's who you steal from, the That's little people. The little people. <laughs> I want to title that the episode, but I don't think it'll translate very well in all caps. I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. Episode, season six, episode two. That's who you steal from. Well, I'm just saying, you're not going to steal from the gonna, little people. You're not going to steal from a major artist. Like, you're not going to steal a Beatles song. You know, people still do. I know, but I'm just saying. It's called sampling, though. No, no, no. Sampling is different because you get permission. Oh, okay. She didn't get permission when she did this. So anyway, I just want to play a short clip of the article sound system song. Oh, there's nothing I love more than talking about Dua Lipa, so let's go ahead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not about Dua Lipa. It's about the question is, for everyone listening, is do the songs sound like she, she was inspired by it or did she just rip Either it Either way, that song has, again, destroyed my eardrums because it's everywhere. It was. All right, let's let's take a quick listen. This is the Dua Lipa song? No, this is the one article sound system. Live okay. your life. I have to keep going up and down with it so that we don't get... This song, I don't think so. <laughs> it's that bad that we can even rip it we off? We can rip it off. Okay, and what year was this? Um, it was I don't know what year it came out Let me, I can look it up I'm not sure what year it came out But they're accusing her of stealing from Now what did you think from the clip that you heard Do you think that she stole it? Uh, yeah, I would, you know, sharpen your knives and pitchforks Let's uh, go well, after in court. everything well, that she uh owns. Well, they're still in court for it now, wouldn't that be, like, the best thing to happen to you, though? It would if you get paid. You're, like, a nobody, and you're, like, oh, geez, like, your family's, like, I told you, you need to give up your music career, and you're, like, working this job, and you're, like, oh, man, I really wish it would just work, and then you flip on the radio, and the biggest artist has ripped you off. Mm-hmm. There are money signs in your eyes. Yeah. Um, your family was wrong. You and quit I- your job on the spot. And the problem is, is you that get paid they, out ten thousand dollars, and it really doesn't make any difference in your life over the course <laughs> of a year. <laughs> Crazy. You're back to where you were, recording cruddy music. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh, 2017. Okay, that's when it was released, and Levitating came out in 2020, I believe. So, are we sure about this? Mm-hmm. You know, when that album came out. I skipped through it, and I was like, this album sounds like it was made specifically for TikTok. And it proved to be true. Agreed. Yep. Wait, are we going to play the other one? Or we're going to get claimed, huh? 
we're not going to play Levitating. Everyone knows that song. Oh, okay. But this one, no one's heard of. So that's why I'm saying you can oh, probably Oh, let's just, listen to the whole thing. Come let's on. Let's play it because, um, yeah, no one's going to know. Wait, we're going to go to the 80s. Oh, yeah. I'm levitating. So this part, you can hear it. You hear it in the background, but the vocals, and then you know, and then that's pretty much the rest of the song. The whole thing, yeah, basically, they already sung the part. You know, what would be hilarious is if we posted this and it claimed us as the Dua Lipa song. Oh, <laughs> like they were true. like from this point to this point, you ripped off, and it was like Dua Lipa levitating twenty twenty, <laughs> and she will be collecting money for. <laughs> that is funny. She ripped off a song and then charges everyone else who does it. That would be hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, that was it. Hey, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, there's nothing I love more than ripping down, uh, you know, the little people. That's who we. That's who you have to. Do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man! All right, now on to the last to the end. Where did this bring you? The Mario film. The Mario film. So, what are we doing? Are we going to watch the trailer? We're going to watch the trailer, and I'm just going to clip it. So, this next part of the podcast is going to be like, it's like a collage. Only worse. Or I can pause it while we're watching it. That would create a lot more editing for me. Oh, okay, okay. So we'll just okay. So we'll just play it then. Is the audio on? Oh no. Okay, guys, this is it. Wait, before we start this journey here, um, uh, what are you expecting out of this film? I'm expecting a good movie. I like the I like what Illumination has done with the Despicable Me movies and the Minions movies. I think they're pretty. You know, the humor is, is good. I mean, it's, they're just good movies. And so what I'm expecting this to be really good for two reasons. For one, obviously, again, it's illumination. I like the work that they've done. I like the movies that they've made. Um, and then two, I like the fact that Nintendo... So for the old Mario movie, Nintendo licensed the rights out to a studio to make the movie. Who reimagined the Mario exactly. story. But with this movie, Nintendo is actually involved in in the actual... So it wasn't like they just say, here, here's the rights to Mario, make us a good movie. They're actually involved. Like, the creator of Mario was involved. Um, and he and uh, for seven years, they've been working on it. Mm. And so their games are amazing. So you know when they are actually going to help do the story and the artwork and art look artwork looks amazing. So well, I haven't seen it yet. So, Oh, okay. So with no further ado, as your tablet dies, <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh, wait, let me turn this up. The super Mario bros movie. All right. You ready? Uh, I guess we're more ready than a liberty. Okay. So it's like Jurassic park. So, um, guessing he doesn't like ice. Can you see it okay? Yeah. It uh, looks like the video game. I'm just waiting to hear his voice. The King uh, of the 
Who's vo voicing Bowser? Jack Black. Oh. Kung Fu Panda is playing Bowser. <laughs> if he does like some air guitar. Open the gates. He doesn't sound like Jack Black too much. I'm only talking because we're supposed to react to it, so. Well, I've already seen it. Where were there penguins? Oh. Mario 64. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. That is but a taste of our fury. Do you yield? <laughs> I do not. Well, at least his voice is a little deeper. Oh, jeez. You know, it's funny because, like, they're evil guys, but the Nintendo... They can only be so evil. In Mario, yeah, but for Zelda, they can get pretty dark. Chris Pratt. It's Mario. He looks like the plumber guy from Wreck-It Ralph. What is this place? I can't wait for the memes that are going to come from this. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. He's got a little bit of that woohoo thing. Mm -hmm. Oh no, not the inspirational version of the Mario theme. Well, there you go. In Cinema Soon. So, what'd you think? I'm interested to see it, I guess. All right, we need to talk about the Mario... Oh, sorry. <laughs> now we're going to react to someone else reacting. Right, exactly. Let's see how meta we can get. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was it. So, I'm excited for it. And... Um, I never saw the Sonic films, but this one seems a little bit better because I don't like mixing the cartoons with live action. Yeah, you know what? I haven't, I haven't actually seen the Sonic films either. I saw the first one, uh -huh. but I fell asleep towards the end of it, so I didn't finish it. And then part two was out, and I don't want to watch part two until I go back and watch part one. So I'm kind of stuck. It's not a Netflix? It might be. I don't know. I'll have to check and see. Maybe you can buy it on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, anyway. That was the trailer. That was us selling out and reacting. Mm -hmm. Mario. Yeah. The Mario film. Pay us money. Exactly. This film has been brought to you by viewers like you. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. Well, it's been one of the most exhilarating, fantastic, amazing episodes Of two crazy scoops. And now we're going to strobe light all the way out. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to... Uh, like. And subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how to end this. I'm tired. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Oh, wait. So I got claimed for... Even though you're still allowed to use the music from... Uh, that you make in fight it. 
garage band? I told you to fight it. Somebody claimed it. I told you to fight it. This has been Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts AO and Antino. Join us next time as we play Monopoly or something like that. Not Monopoly. It's who, who wants to be a billionaire. Who wants to be a billionaire. Now, yeah, so Aaron's going to be on the hot seat. Uh, he's going to lose a million dollars, and we're all going to laugh. Just for no reason. <laughs> Laughter. For no reason. Until next time.